All You Need to Know, the BQ Prime podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the Daily Morning Update from BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 23rd of May. Here's everything that you need to know at the start of your day. In news on the economy first, the Reserve Bank of India has said that the country's economic conditions have sustained the quickening momentum that was seen in the quarter gone by. Overall economic activity as captured by the RBI's Economic Activity Index remains resilient. Now, assuming an implied GDP growth of 5.1% for the fourth quarter of last financial year, the Economic Activity Index now casts GDP growth for the first quarter of this financial year at 7.6%. That's based on the RBI's monthly bulletin published yesterday. Now, the National Company Law Appellate Tribunal has dismissed the appeal by GoFirst's lessers against the admission of the airline to insolvency. The moratorium declared by the NCLT in the insolvency proceedings will now continue. However, the Appellate Tribunal has allowed the lessers to approach the NCLT with an appropriate application under Section 65 of the Insolvency and Bankruptcy Code. That section provides for a course of action to be taken against a company when insolvency proceedings are filed with malicious intent. In the telecom space, Reliance Geo Infocom gained the highest number of subscribers in March, outpacing the additions at Bharti Airtel. Vodafone Idea, meanwhile, continued to lose users. Geo added as many as 3 million net subscribers in March and Airtel gained about 1 million subscribers. V, on the other hand, lost 1.2 million subscribers according to the data that was released by the Telecom Regulatory Authority of India. India's wireless user base, interestingly, grew for the first time in 2023 as the number of total wireless subscribers rose 0.17% over the previous month to 1.14 billion as of March 31st. In corporate news, Vedanta has announced the first interim dividend of 18.5 rupees per share for the financial year 2024. Vedanta's board approved the dividend yesterday. The total outcome of the dividend payout is 6,877 crore. This comes on the back of five interim dividends that were announced in the financial year ending March 2023. In international news, President Joe Biden has expressed optimism about reaching a deal to avert the default in the U.S. as he began a meeting yesterday with House Speaker Kevin McCarthy on the debt limit. The two sat down at the White House after Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen warned that it's now highly likely that her department will run out of sufficient cash and that a default could come as soon as the 1st of June. In international markets, U.S. stocks ended mixed. The Dow declined 0.4%, while the S&P 500 ended flat. The tech-heavy Nasdaq climbed 0.5%. Meanwhile, in the Asia-Pacific region, it's a positive start with all three early risers beginning the day with gains, possibly on optimism that a deal to raise the debt ceiling in the U.S. could soon be struck. And with that, it's over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Neeraj. What are you focusing on this morning? Good morning, Alex. Um, well, a lot of market watchers were completely okay with not watching the US debt ceiling conversation. But it's coming to a close. Maybe it has 
a no negative impact on the market, which is great news. But I think from our market's perspective, very large moves of the index are very unlikely. Banking may be the key to the index recovery for the week, I would reckon. Yesterday, while the Adani Group stocks, yes, were the talk of town, but IT stood out. The top five gainers on the Sensex were all IT names, and their five holding is still underweight relative to the index. So who knows, maybe there's some more buying or some more upsides for these stocks if indeed foreign investors see value here. But uh, the beauty about the market is the kind of punishment being meted out to stocks with even a hint of disappointment and further valuations would have been high. We've seen that happen in Siemens yesterday because of the sale of asset at a, at a cheap valuation to its parent or gland, which has corrected what 20% day before and 17% yesterday just shows little mercy for disappointments. FIs were net sellers only for a day. Yesterday too, they turned buyers. So all is well with that front. And an important day of results, the likes of Biocon, Dixon, JSW Energy, Fortis Healthcare, Ashok Leyland, interestingly, as well, coming out with numbers. So a lot of important names to watch out for in the session today. What about stocks which will react? Uh, well, BPCL, the numbers way above estimates. You could argue on the revenue front, they were largely in line or maybe a few, maybe 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 slightly more, uh, 1.33 lakh crores versus 1.28. But it was on the EBITDA and the profitability front, which was impressive. EBITDA up 85% at 11,000 crores. The estimates were 5,600 crores. EBITDA margin 9.38 versus estimates of 4.4. Net profit at 6,870 crores versus 3,242 was the expectation. So nearly double of estimates. So good showing by BPCL very likely could react. Shri Cement was um, ho-hum, a mixed bag, if you will. Uh, while reported numbers on both revenues and profitability were good, the beta margins were a bit of a concern relative to estimates, uh, 250 basis points lower. Let's see how the street reacts to it. Uh, what the street will definitely react to well is Thangamai Jewelry. Splendid set of numbers. Revenues up 26%, EBITDA margins doubling from where they were, and net profit up 288% at 31 crores, so strong show. Uh, Finolex, I'm a bit um, perplexed about what this reaction will be because revenues were down 28%. Net profit was down as well, but EBITDA margins expanded meaningfully. It came in at 19% versus 16.6% and versus estimates of 13.4%. So extremely strong showing by Finolex on the operational metrics and maybe, just maybe, that helps the stock today. PB Fintech has narrowed the loss in line with some of the other peers as well. Watch out for Garware Technical Fibers, better than estimated numbers. And what didn't do well were three names. So Gujarat Alkalis, uh, very weak showing, EBITDA margins at 21.3 versus 30.6% in the corresponding quarter last year, is leading to a 67% jump in profitability. So that one will correct likely. HEG, a slightly soft quarter for a stock that has actually done well. And Sansera, uh, doing okay, uh, but lower than estimated, and that might be an issue. Also watch out for ITI. It's got some 3,900 crores advance purchase order from BSNL. Vedanta has given a dividend, and on the, Reliant, the telecom subscriptions continue as planned. Vodafone keeps on losing customers. Uh, well, these are a few names that I'll certainly watch out for. With that, it's back to you. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day and don't forget to check out the website bqprime.com over the course of the day for all the news and updates in the world of business and markets. <laughs>